It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are seconds away from hearing the daily Locked On podcast you love, but I'd like to tell you about another podcast I think you'll like. Rejecting the Screen, hosted by NBA experts Noah Kozlov and Adam Stanko, features provocative interviews with NBA stars and unique perspectives from around the game. Subscribe to Rejecting the Screen wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, Hoops Heads. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Warriors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Aliko Carter. I'm thankful for all my new listeners. You can find my work on Forbes.com, and I've been featured on BleacherReport.com as well. You can contact me uh, via Twitter at Kojitare, K-O-G-I-T-A-R-E, or via email at AlikoCarter11 at gmail.com. I'm always down to chop it up with fans. Make sure you follow Locked On NBA and Locked On Warriors on Facebook as well as Twitter. And you can find plenty of goodies at LockedOnWarriors.com. Here's what you can expect from the pod today. We're going to do a recap of the Detroit game in the first segment. In the second segment, I'm going to take you uh, on a fast forward throughout the rest of the schedule for December going through Christmas. And then I'm going to talk about tonight's game against the Portland Trailblazers in the third segment. For Tuesday... You can expect the Warrior of the Week in the second segment. Wednesday, we're going to do a statistical deep dive around the NBA. Thursday is Throwback Thursday, where I take you back in time to a Warriors moment. And Friday, I'll give you the best things I saw this week on Reddit. But today, we're doing a fast forward. So uh, look forward to that in the second segment. And let's talk about the Detroit Pistons, because they gave the Warriors a hell of a game. 102 to 98 the final score the Warriors hit 100 first and they they normally don't lose when they do that so that was a big one but it was the defense here that really controlled everything and allowed the Warriors to get this win five big blocks from Kevin Durant leading the team and just block it was a block party Uh, and I love block parties Uh, The Warriors leading the league in blocks, but it was more than that. It was the deflections, it was the rotations, uh, and uh, holding this uh, very good Detroit Pistons team to 98 points, they should be commended because the offense wasn't always there tonight, rather Friday night. Particularly stalwart Clay Thompson didn't have a great shooting game, 8 of 18 and 2 of 9 from 3, but I really like the 18 shots. I want him taking more shots with Stephen Curry out, so that's great. He also shot 3 of 3 from the line. Uh, Total rebounds, 4, 5 assists for a plus 6 and 21 points. Kevin Durant had an absolutely fantastic game, 12 of 23 and 3 of 6 from 3, right where we want him to be uh, taking shots with Stephen Curry out and 10 free throw attempts, 9 out of 10 from the line. 
10 rebounds, 7 assists, just a great overall game. Five blocks, as I, as I said, and only two turnovers. He was a plus 12 tonight, tied for the lead, along with Jordan Bell, who did so in nine and a half minutes. So Jordan Bell uh, quietly uh, made his presence felt in his 10 minutes off the bench. Sean Livingston got the start in this game and uh, did a fairly good job in 24 minutes, which is about five or six minutes more than he normally gets. Uh, but the uh, Warriors are in a stretch of only two games in nine days, so I'm sure that Sean will be getting the start again uh, because he'll have ample time to rest in between those games. He was 4 of 7 from the field and uh, three rebounds, one assist, a block, but his defense was absolutely felt Andre Iguodala played 29 minutes. His defense was absolutely felt, and he made a three-pointer to boot. We love it when he does that. Uh, five rebounds, one assist to go along with three turnovers. Only 14 turnovers for the Warriors in this game, which is uh, very good. And, uh, you know, it's it's not very good. You know, 12 is very good, but 14 is reasonable. Nobody with high turnovers. Andre and Klay Thompson took the lead there with three. And no, you, you just don't want anybody... Uh, turning the ball over more than three times. Kevin Durant's offensive rating was off the charts in this one, 127, and a defensive rating of 95. Draymond Green had a defensive rating of 90. Uh, not a great offensive game for Draymond, but his defensive rating was absolutely phenomenal. Um, so overall, the defensive rating was a 101.6, which is good enough to get the job done in Detroit. And the offensive rating was a 105.8, which is not where the Warriors normally are. But you're seeing everything change with Stephen Curry out of the lineup. So uh, the reality is that I think we're just looking at a different team. We're looking at a team that's going to be a little bit tighter. They're going to turn the ball over fewer times. There's going to be fewer possessions, uh, slower pace. And they're going to really win on the heels of their defense and Kevin Durant's brilliance. And it was beautiful. Uh, I want to talk about the Pistons for a second because they um, they gave the Warriors a scare. Um, Andre Drummond was um, a monster. Five offensive rebounds, 12 defensive uh, and but he only had eight points, so they played great defense on him, and he was a minus 13 on the night. It was the bench of the Pistons that really made uh, this a game. Langston Galloway had a great game, a plus 11, um, but uh, we held Tobias Harris under his averages. Uh, Avery Bradley was very good, uh, 9 of 17 from the field for 25 points, but when you playing when you play the Pistons uh, and you have Avery Bradley beat you I think that's the game plan make Avery Bradley beat you and he had a few big shots near the end of the game that really got his uh got him going um and that's where that 25 points comes from but uh overall a really good game defensively for the Warriors keeping everybody off the glass except for Drummond but making him a non-entity on offense and real quick I want to discuss something a phenomenon that I've been seeing which is the blocking of jump shots KD had a blocked jump shot Draymond Green had a blocked jump shot and I think it's a great drinking game uh you know if you're not trying to drink too much if you're just trying to take one or two shots in a game take a shot whenever the Warriors block a jump shot because uh, you're getting all of the Warriors in on this party. Um, 
uh, Jordan Bell, Clay Thompson, Sean Livingston have all blocked jump shots this year, but Draymond is really excelling at it, and Kevin Durant seems to be getting his timing right as well. It's really hard to block a jump shot, and uh, this is one of those moments where you want to say, I want to reward them by taking a toast. So consider that drinking game and uh, have fun tonight. Is there anything more craveable than the smell of McDonald's fries? If someone's hiding an order of fries, they're never hiding it well. It takes one whiff to trigger a fry craving that will only be satisfied the McDonald's way. So stand up if you would like to taste the smell of a McDonald's fry right now. Did you just stand? Because if you did, then you earned yourself a trip to the McDonald's drive through for your own steamy carton of crispy golden goodness. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Support for this podcast comes from the IT experts at CDW, people who get it. At CDW, we get the future workplace works differently. Today's my first day back. Almost forgot what floor we were on. Understandable. But with modern health and safety technology orchestrated by CDW, the future can work better. Technology like thermal screening and occupancy tracking enables employees to walk confidently into the office. Wait, this isn't my floor. Is this even my building? Even if it's been a while. IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash future of work. I want to take a look at the Warriors schedule going forward, but first I want to talk to you about sponsoring the Locked On Warriors podcast. If you're looking for men between the ages of 18 and 44 and your company is trying to get its name out there, look no further than the Locked On Warriors podcast. Our listeners are 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 44. So if that's your target demographic, get at me. Plus, our rates are reasonable. By all means, email me at alicocarter11 at gmail.com, and we'll uh, start a conversation. And if you didn't know, Locked On Warriors is part of a network, the Locked On Podcast Network, including Locked On NBA, Locked On NFL, and all of your favorite teams. So by all means, subscribe to your favorite teams on the Locked On Podcast Network and check me out today on Locked On NBA, where I discuss the Warriors for a national audience. With Locked On Podcast founder and Locked On NBA host, Locked On Jazz host, and the radio voice of the Utah Jazz, David Locke. He's also speaking to the Locked On Pacers host and the Locked On Timberwolves host. So if you're getting, if you're wanting a taste of around the NBA action, subscribe to Locked On NBA. All right, so the Warriors have a beautiful home-heavy schedule going through December 30th. Tonight, they'll be facing the Portland Trailblazers, which is one of the most exciting backcourts in the league, along with a top-10 defense. So you're going to be looking at trying to stop Lillard and McCollum, but also making sure that you can get points up against that back line and those rangy defenders, uh, Al Farouk, Aminu, along with um, Alan Crabb and a few other players who make, like, who make life difficult for their opponents. After that on Thursday on uh, TNT, it'll be the Dallas Mavericks at 7.30 Pacific at the Los Angeles Lakers on um, Monday, December 18th at 7.30 Pacific. I should be able to be at that game, so I'll keep you posted. I'm going to be probably doing a story on the Thompson Family Foundation for Forbes.com, so I'll let you know when that comes out. Very philanthropic family, Michael Thompson and his son Clay. They do great work down in Los Angeles and here in the Bay Area. On Wednesday, December 20th, 2017, 
there's going to be uh, a home game against the Memphis Grizzlies. Then the Lakers come back into town on Friday, December 22nd at 7.30 Pacific. Then it's a rare home back-to-back with the Nuggets coming into town on Saturday, December 23rd, following that Laker game. And then, of course, the Cavaliers, who are on a winning streak and could still be on that winning streak come Christmas, will be in town at a noon start on that Christmas day. Uh, The Utah Jazz are going to be coming in on Wednesday, December 27th, followed by the Charlotte Hornets on the 29th, and the Memphis Grizzlies again on December 30th. That's a Saturday. Now, uh, these home back-to-backs are becoming more common with the new schedule changes that the NBA front office has made. This will be the third home back-to-back that the Warriors have had, but I don't think they'll be complaining too much. Um, And uh, the reality is that a home back-to-back where you can get to go home to your family and sleep in your own bed uh, and then come back to the arena the next day is always going to be preferable. Um, But this is not an easy stretch by any stretch of the imagination. You've got playoff teams uh, besides the Mavericks and the Lakers and the Grizzlies. All of these teams are playoff teams. uh, And so you're going to come, excuse the cat in the background, it's my roommate's cat. Um, uh, You are going to have to come to play because um, the Warriors haven't been as good at home as they necessarily uh, have been in the past. They've already lost a number of games at home, and uh, they don't want to continue to drop home games, especially with Houston looking like uh, a real foe in the Western Conference. So this stretch of games is critical, and the um, the Warriors have shown that they're a different team without Stephen Curry, as I mentioned. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if you don't see Curry until December 25th. Uh, it's a big game, and... Um, they're not trying to rush him back. They're not trying to dominate the schedule. And they've shown that they can beat teams without him, but it's just a different game. It's a slower game. It's a little bit more, uh, I, I don't want to say chippy because, you know, Steph can get chippy with the best of them, but um, they're, the defense decides it a little bit more. There's not a nuclear weapon on the floor. Um, and uh, obviously Kevin Durant and, and Clay Thompson are uh, capable of going off, but it's not the same when you've got something that is driving gravity away and opening up the floor for everyone else. The offense just changes. It just becomes a little bit more, uh, dare I say, Spursian, Um, but uh, with Kevin Durant in that Kawhi Leonard role, making things happen and controlling things on the defensive end. Uh, So we're going to, there's a ton of home games to test out this um, iteration of the Warriors and uh, it should be pretty fun. They're not leaving California until January 3rd against the Dallas Mavericks. So there's going to be a ton of time to get it right. And uh, there's five games, six games, excuse me, before that Christmas clash. Um, And, you know, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you see him, the Steph that is, before that. But um, there's no reason to rush him back. Uh, If they lose one or two games in this stretch, it's not a bad thing. Um, It's not the worst thing in the world. Uh, But you you, you just got to keep pace with the Rockets. The Rockets are going to be... uh, Big test for the Warriors on January 4th, um, and then they come back to California to face the Clippers in Los Angeles on the 6th of January.
Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, America, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Today, every answer matters more than ever before. Because whether it's about health, deliveries, or finance, some things just can't wait. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage millions of calls, texts, and chats with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to help your customers find the answers they need faster, no matter the industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant to learn more. All right, let's get to the Portland Trailblazers. Damian Lillard is nursing an ankle injury but is likely to play. Yusuf Nurkic is nursing an ankle injury and will not play. Uh, And Mo Harkless is um, questionable. So that's three important pieces. Um, If they can drive Lillard hard and make him work on that ankle, um, you know, think of it like a WWE guy, like attacking somebody's ankle if he he knows they're they're not injured. It's not the worst thing in the world. It doesn't make you a bad guy, but uh, you got to make sure that you're aware, you know, and it's like in hockey where you lower level, lower body injury or upper body injury. You know, if, if you don't want people to know about it, uh, then, you know, don't advertise it. But uh, Dame is uh, going to play, and he's going to probably have Clay Thompson on him, though you can expect, like I said earlier, that Sean Livingston will be starting tonight in the place of Stephen Curry. So that's two six seven wings that you can put out there immediately on that very, very good backcourt of Lillard and McCollum. Damian Lillard is once again leading the team in nearly every offensive category. He is only shooting 42% from the floor and 35% from three. His numbers are down across the board uh, uh, efficiency-wise, but he's averaging 26 points a game. He's assisting the ball 6.3 times a game and grabbing one offensive rebound and five rebounds total. His assisted turnover ratio is north of two, which is a sign of being an elite distributor. And he's shooting 93% from the line on 7.2 attempts a game. He is absolutely murdering defenses, um, even though his shooting numbers are down. His attacking uh, instincts are up, and his effective field goal percentage is 50%, which is very good. CJ McCollum is taking two fewer shots. Uh, Damian Lillard is taking 19.5. McCollum is at 17.5, and he's taking uh, 5.8 three-pointers a game, but he is knocking them down at a 44% clip, so you really have to watch out for him um, and run him off the line. Uh, He's only taking three free throws a game, but making 86% of them, along with 2.7 assists, 4.3 rebounds, a steal, uh, and Dame is also averaging a steal, so you got to watch out for those guys. Um, They'll gamble a little bit and try to get the ball out of your hands. And when they get in the open floor, you really can't stop them. So uh, they're either going to the line and making the free throws or they're going to get an easy basket. Um, Al Farouk Aminu is playing well for the Portland Trailblazers as well. 
and is uh, averaging about 30 minutes a game. He's out there for his defense and his rebounding. He's averaging a block a game to go with seven boards. He's a big guy, and he's uh, one of those guys you can switch on to smaller guys. So um, he's going to be a handful. No use of Nurkic tonight, so you might see Myers Leonard starting. Uh, It's unclear uh, who's going to be the starter, but Leonard does get a lot of those minutes with uh, Nurkic on the bench and he could use the run he's only averaging 11 minutes a game earlier I put Alan Crabb on this roster I was mistaken he plays for the Nets got a big fat contract um, and uh, but he did have some good uh, minutes when he was in Portland but um, Evan Turner is one we're gonna have to watch out for from Ohio State um, he's found a place here he's getting very um, steady minutes and uh, averaging um, 7.6 points and doing a lot of the little things. Um, and well, he's doing a little of the little things. He's probably overpaid, but um, he's going to be an important piece with Nurkic out. Uh, another, important peach, uh, another important piece without Nurkic is Noah Vonley, who's going to be playing a lot of minutes at the four. Um, and he's a handful defensively. He's shooting five point. Uh, 53.7 and all of those all those shots are like putbacks and stuff like that he's averaging 1.7 offensive rebounds a game gonna have to keep keep him off the offensive boards Alfaruk Aminu is averaging um, a, more than an offensive board and Dame Lillard is sneaking in for offensive boards as well so that's not been something the Warriors have uh, defended well um, even after blocks, they're allowing offensive boards after deflections and uh, missed shots. Uh, you know, it's just not a recipe for uh, cutting down runs and uh, making sure that the opponent has to work really hard for the shots they do get. For the Warriors, Patrick McCaw is still on concussion protocol, and his status for Monday is questionable. Um, Zaja is doubtful for Monday with a shoulder injury, and Draymond is likely to play despite his own shoulder injury. We know about Steph, that ankle is going to be reevaluated in about nine days, and um, like I said, we can probably expect Sean Livingston to start. Uh, look for Clay to take more shots. Um, eight, eight north of 18 um, is what I'm hoping for and what I'm looking for against a smaller backcourt. He can really shoot over the top of their defense. Should be a great game at Oracle tonight, and that's my pod. Join me tomorrow where I will recap the game against the Portland Trailblazers. Also, I'll be breaking down the play and history of my Warrior of the Week, and then we'll probably go around the NBA and check things out. So... Tomorrow, Tuesday, looking forward to it. Stay thoughtful, Hoops Heads. San Jose Sharks hockey is back, and we've got you covered five days a week at Locked On Sharks. I'm Kyle Demetrius. I'm J.D. Young. I'm Eric Fowl. Together, we make sure you're never without your Sharks programming. Will the Sharks make a trade for a right winger? We got you covered. Will Eric Carlson's groin hold up for the entire season? We've got you covered.
Whatever happens with Team Teal every day, we've got you covered at Locked On Sharks five days a week on the Locked On Podcast Network. This is Josh Lloyd, the host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast, the number one fantasy basketball podcast in the world. If you're looking for information regarding fantasy basketball, recaps of the NBA, this is the show for you. We are heading into the offseason and starting to get ready for the 2020-2021 fantasy season. We'll have all the information on what happens through the rest of the playoffs, free agency, the NBA draft, and then heading into a big 2021 season. So make sure you're checking out the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast.